celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, and brand new to Animal Radio, our horse expert, Ernie Rodina. And uh, we're taking your calls or your tweets. You can tweet us also at Animal Radio or at Facebook at Animal Radio. Or you can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. So many ways to get in touch with the Dream Team. Stacy Cohn hey, working. Yes, huh? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm just interrupting you. I want to tell Vladi I need him to come to my house because I'm having a peeing problem. I don't know what to do with it. Peeing problem. <laughs> now, is that <laughs> you yourself? Problem. Not or... me. No, no, no. My, my, my dog. My dogs and um, it's uh, oh really worse. Oh, yes. Why don't we uh, solve this problem right now? What is your problem? They're peeing. They're peeing all over the freaking house. I know. I, I know. Four, Could you give me details? I got four terriers that um are they're all neutered, and um it's we we brought the we had three. We brought the fourth one in not too long ago, but since we brought this fourth one in, now they're urinating in the house, and I can't seem to stop it. And um, okay, it's becoming just, uh, a problem. Okay, rid of the fourth one, and that's it. You know why you need so many dogs in your <laughs> house? Because my wife said that she that she'd get rid of me, and then then I would be homeless. Okay, in the shelter. So oh, we got to compromise here. You got to help okay. me here. Yeah, I will. I will. And basically, you know, he that dog is thinking you and everyone is around like a, the, his bitch. That's what he is uh, marking its territory. And uh, because he want to show, even though they're neutered or castrated, whatever you say, regarding to the male, he still believes he's a male. And that's what he's going to do, neutering, spaying, uh, you know, resolving partially problem. And I always support it. But it's not... Hundred percent. So, what hundred percent would do in your particular case? Because I know you really well. You are the alpha male. I'm not sure about your wife. She it seems to me she's not really alpha female, but you do the alpha male. And uh, well, if that peeing happen when you come home and the dog just drops some urine on the floor, it means the dog has submissive urination, but it's not the case. It seems to me when you're no. not around, like the cat is away, mouse can play and the dog is peeing, yeah? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so... See, I was going to... Go ahead. I was going to mark the territory myself so they understood that this was my house, but do you really do you realize how much you pee when you pee on the floor? I mean, you don't realize how much comes out. <laughs> do you have a carpet floor or you have a, like, a... No, I got, you know, I got tile, tile and hardwood throughout the whole house. No carpet. Okay. So, okay, Thank here's God. the quick fix. I just wash that tile and all that floor with uh, uh, any good product from the pet store, uh, specially designed for pets. And after that, you can mark your territory without peeing and uh, doing another thing in your house just by simply putting the color unleash on the dog and just show him it's your house by simply, you know, walking him through your house. Even even though he pulls you on the leash, you still walk him around, say, let's go and tell him sit, stay and calm, whatever you can especially in the presence of another dog, so that would be wonderful too. And after that, if he has a favorite spot, put the, his football or water bowl in those areas because dogs like a humans, they don't eat, they don't like to eat hamburger in the bathroom like you do. Like you, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand where you're coming with, even though I'm going to take that a little offensive. Because you like to eat hamburgers all the time, you're eating them all the time. That's yes, what I, I would assume. I, you I, even I, like I, to eat I, them in, in the, the bathroom. In, Correct. Yeah, that's what I assume. 
<laughs> But the dogs don't do that They don't eat when they poop Okay, so anyway, uh, serious or not, but that's what you have to do. You have to mark your territory by training your dog. You have to start to put his football the way he wants to pee and poop. And, you know, and when you cannot supervise him, this is the most important one. Put him in the crate. You like it or hate it. For two weeks, you will break that habit. Can you do so that? just telling me just to complain show. about this. If you want to take the action, this is the action plan. If you want to keep complaining, you can keep complaining how your dog is peeing and what you're doing in return. That's the, your choice, my friend. Appreciate it. The animal radio listeners are learning that we have our own problems, too. <laughs> we don't. Our animals are perfect here. <laughs> eating, eating, eating hamburgers in the bathroom, that's what you mean? Let's go to the phones. 1-866-405-8405. We'll do that when we get back. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Hal Abrams. Judy Francis is screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. Calls for Dr. Debbie. She's our vet here. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. And Ernie Rodina, our horse expert. Now, Ernie, you also have a show during the week. Uh, called Better Horses Radio. Do I have that correct? That's correct, and uh, we have a lot of fun. I tell folks it's kind of the hee-haw of the uh, horse programs out there. Very good. Uh, let's see. In the news today, in just a few minutes, uh-oh, McDonald's in trouble. You're a big McDonald's fan, Joey Volani. I'm just guessing, right? <laughs> you you like McDonald's. Listen, I'm already 31 pounds down on Weight Whoa. Watchers. Congratulations. Oh, you, know, you know, you want to throw McDonald's out there, but no, actually I was. I was an Egg McMuffin, Big Mac guy, and um, I don't think you would you would change it. If I was still eating that kind of food, I don't think no matter what you say, you would change me from eating it. Congratulations, by the way, and also to Judy, who's doing very well. And nine, not, nine pounds. Nine pounds in, yes. in what, Good 20 days? Yeah. And, uh, How are you doing it? Lots and lots of exercise. It's the real way. It's, you real know, food. Cu- no I cut out cheeseburgers and fries. And <laughs> A lot bread. of McDonald's yeah. and such. But uh, anyway, McDonald's is in trouble. Apparently, they had to pull a commercial. They didn't have to. They decided they opted to pull a commercial that apparently didn't put pit bulls in a good light. And, of course, as we have always said, it's not the particular animal that is trouble. It's usually the owners that cause trouble. Vlade is always saying that even the little chihuahuas can be more dangerous than the pit bulls. Yeah, I mean, come on. Dogs dogs are like people, you know. It, it's what what you put out there. Now, in some cases, you're not going to change them. But in most cases, it's like having children. You know, you're going you're gonna to create them. You're going to mold them. Let's see. Want to go to the phones? one 405 Let's uh, head to line three. Is it line three, Judy? Yes, it is. We have Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hey, Al. Hey, I got a uh, lemon beagle. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Is that is that a breed or is it a is it like a lemon it's car? A, it's, it's a, a it's a breed of beagle that uh, has seizures. I looked online. And they're known for having seizures, and that's why I'm calling to talk to the vet to see what I can do for the dog, because she really is like she's uh like she's epileptic, and um, I'm afraid she's going to die one time when she has these seizures. What do you think, Doc? Wow. Well, how long has she been doing this? Well, she didn't do it when she was a puppy. We got her when she was a puppy from a breeder that uh, bred these beagles lemon beagles and other beagles to hunt. They were hunting dogs. 
Mm-hmm. And we made her a house pet, and when she got grown, she started having these seizures, and uh, she loses everything when she has them. I mean, all her bowel movements, uh, vomiting, mm-hmm. and then uh, it, it lasts maybe five minutes, and then she's she's all right. Okay. And we mentioned okay. it to the vet, and uh, he never they never said nothing back, you know, because we we had her in about three months ago, and she had some teeth pulled. Mm-hmm. And she's been fixed. She's been fixed, but she's—I just don't know what to do for her, you know. Yeah, well, you know, if she's having seizures on a regular basis, and for me, I consider a regular basis a couple times a month. That's enough for me that I think we need to really do some steps. And if your vet's not paying attention and stepping up to things, then I think you need to scream a little louder because um, yeah. this is not something that should be allowed to continue without addressing, looking into. Now, there are certainly some lines, and we know that in beagles, yes, there can be some genetic tendencies towards seizures. That doesn't dismiss it and mean that it's not important. It means that we need to work harder to try to help this baby. So um, yeah. I would certainly say the first things that I would like to do for a pet that has seizures, anything of more than a couple times a month, um, I would certainly want to get some basic blood work. And the reason is because, yes, it could be some genetic epilepsy, but there could also be some other health conditions that can cause seizures, things with the liver, things with the blood sugar, um, other types of infections. Um, so there are definitely some things that we'd want to look into. So that would be my first thing to, that I'd go looking for. If okay. some of, if those tests come back looking good and we don't have any other things and we need to go chasing and finding um, uh, other causes of this and we think it's epilepsy, then I would certainly talk to you about, okay, let's talk about some anti-seizure medicine and see if we can decrease the incidence of these seizures, make your pet more comfortable. Because we know yeah. one seizure can actually feed the next seizure. It has kind of what we call a kindling effect. It makes it more likely for the next one to come out. And yeah. with time and with sustained seizure activity, that can be um, a serious problem for dogs. It can even lead to brain damage. And yes, a pet can die from um, a status or so a continued seizure episode that they can't come out of. So so um, I would definitely say, hey, let, let's wave this flag and say, let's get this baby some help and maybe start some um, anti-seizure medication and uh, see yeah. if that can help, uh, you know, control things for this kid. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do is uh, we have a good vet. Uh, and, um, and like I said, I just had her in about two months ago and she had some teeth pulled. And she's on the heart guard medicine and uh, Forte uh, flea pill and, but she has these seizures, and they're more than two times a month. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, they and I, I se- mentioned it to the vet, you know, when we had her in there and had those teeth done, I said, she has seizures, you know. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I looked well, for- online, and, and a lemon beagle is uh, prone to seizures, it said. Yeah, and, and there's certainly other breeds that, you know, we know have higher rates of epilepsy or primary seizures, um, Keishans, Labradors, Golden Retrievers, you know, so there's a lot of breeds that can have this. So, yeah, I, all I can say is that, um, you know, I would definitely raise those concerns again. Um, let's look yeah. into some basic tests and then see there's a lot of um, very simple um, ways we can approach things if we're looking at just trying some anti-seizure medicine after we got you know some basic blood work you can yeah. see uh, you know there's doggy uh, neurologists that we have one just a few miles from our office and you know they can do a lot of very uh, high tech stuff in diagnosing these guys you know MRIs uh, spinal taps That's things what like I would that think. you know I, I might have to take her to some kind of special uh, Special doctor. I live in Florida, 
Mm-hmm. So I have to take her to some kind of special doctor that could that you know that could do the the MRI or something like that to find out yeah. what exactly it is. But you know, Aaron, there's a lot your vet should be able to do if they have a you know a full size you know veterinary office, and that would start with doing they some do. basic do. basic testing. So yeah, they should be able to get you started, and then if it seems like we need to do a referral to a neurologist, then that might be an option. But yeah, let's start with the basics, and then uh, see about what we can do for your baby. Well, thank you very much, Doctor Debbie. I listen to y'all every Saturday on uh, XM Radio. We thank you so much for doing that. Y'all have a nice day. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. If you're ready to solve those litter box problems, switch to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. And you can find it in a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And in fact, if you visit that site right now, I'll give it to you one more time. www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio you will get a rebate on your first bag of World's Best Cat Litter. So it's free for you to try. Wow. And uh, we'll put that up on the website just in case you missed that. one 405 It's great to hear from longtime listeners. We've heard a lot of new listeners today, but great to hear from longtime listeners. Toll free to Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, a brand new horse expert Ernie Rodina, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. It's animal radio, you lucky dog. Hi, this is Richard Karn from Home Improvement, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Now remember to spray and neuter your dogs. (laughs) It's a good idea to spray and neuter your animals. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with World's Best Cat Litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, World's Best Cat Litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. It is Animal Radio. <coughs> Toll free. one 405 to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Villani, or Dr. Debbie taking our calls. Stacy Cohn, what are you working on? 
Well, if you're single, you've probably hit some of the internet dating sites like Match.com or eHarmony. I don't know. They even have specialty ones. If you're into certain activities, you can join the <laughs> bowling dating site. I, I have no clue, but I'm guessing. Hey, if they don't have that, somebody ought to invent that one. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? You might be better off if you go to your animal shelter. They have a questionnaire you can fill out, and it could be the perfect match. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Can't wait for that. Denise, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Indiana. Indiana. Have you ever been to Indiana, Vlade? No, but I heard it's a very beautiful place. Hi, Denise. You're with me. How can I help you? Well, we have a five-month-old English bulldog. That Which we one? got about nine weeks old. English bulldog, he right? Outside. Mm-hmm. English bulldog. Okay, yes. not the mastiff. Okay, no. because uh, but English bulldog. Uh, for everyone who's listening to me, three best breeds for the uh, family with the little kids: English bulldog, bull mastiff, and boxer. Go ahead, Denise. Well, she just um, refuses to poop outside. I take her out before she eats and after she eats. Um, at the beginning, we knew she, we finally figured out with the vet that she had some issues with chickens. And we changed her food, and she does her business while she walks. Sometimes she'll go immediately. As soon as she can be away from you, seems to be when mm-hmm. she goes, and she can get to carpet. <laughs> okay, Denise, I'm sorry to tell you, you probably also would not appreciate if somebody watching you while you're pooping. So the same things the dogs do. So uh, we have to respect their privacy, and I'm sure you have a fenced backyard, don't you? No, I do not. Yeah, that's a little bit problem. Here is... Here is, but I really appreciate you kind of girl straight to the point. You know, sometimes I'm here long life story before the people, and I still don't understand sometimes. I mean, it's five minutes people talk, I don't understand what they're talking about. They believe that I need to know, they believe their situation is so unique, Denise. They don't know that Vladi is the master, the dog trainer who comes to the people's home for 30 years now and uh, in five countries around the world on top of seven years of learning animal behavior and working with dolphins and wolves and monkeys in Moscow University so, so for me the thing which you ask me right now and I'm so appreciative you're calling because um, you know it's like you're asking the brain surgeon to put the shot in the dog butt so the situation oh, okay. which you're Sorry. having it, <laughs> it means very easy it, it means I can help you it means uh, I just need to give you one secret, and okay. you and your English bulldog is going to poop outside. Are you ready? I am so ready. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. So, <laughs> hell, what are you laughing at all the time Sorry when I'm that. talking? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny. It's just happening. Every time when I open my mouth, people I know. Laugh. It's kind of naturally, I, I guess. That, I wish I could do that. Before you yeah, no, no, you cannot. Body. Yeah, plus, plus you don't have uh, this accent, you know, so it's not going to work for you. So, you see, I'm not afraid about the time because my producer is always looking at me because I can tell that little thing which that lady doesn't do in five seconds, Judy. So don't look at me like that. Okay, so here's what you need to do. Just the simplest thing. I want you, at least for one week, to create the Russian uh, boot camp or a German gulag in your house. What I mean, it doesn't sound good, I understand, but it's a simple thing. Just, I wish I could tell your English bulldog. What is his name? Uh, pumpkin. Pumpkin, please! <laughs> please! <laughs> poop outside! Mom doesn't want you to pee, to poop inside! But nobody can do that. Even its own mother can know. 
So we just yes. can recreate those old habits. Tell me, Hale, just straight to the point, Laddie. Straight to the point. Okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been trying. I know you're enjoying. <laughs> you're enjoying me. I know. As many and other people. Sometimes I come to the clients, they don't even want to train dog with me. They just want to talk to me, show me some, give me tea, or just talk about their life stories. They actually Especially tip here. you, don't they? When you're done, <laughs> they give you a little, me, like, yeah, 10, 15 dollar tip. Yeah. Exactly. And Newport Beach, oh my gosh. Do you know, uh, do you know what the Newport Beach, California? It's a very unique place. Most I people here, like a, like a falling from the, falling from the moon, for the moon. There's that attitude is. But anyway, here's what I wanted to do. I want you for one, two weeks, every time when you go outside, make sure attached to your dog, um, long line, like a clothes line, so he would not feel the weight, almost like string. You could, you could, I understand he, it's gonna get dirty, but you know what? You can disconnect it before getting him in, but all that you need to grab somewhere and pull him and, and step on it so he would not run away. So I wanna make sure that he has, uh, he doesn't feel you are too close, number one. Number two, I wanna keep him moving. Uh, English bulldog, they are like a big babies. They don't wanna move. And once you get him moving, especially in the cold weather, in the morning, uh, the muscle is gonna release itself, relax itself, and, uh, he gonna poop. But here's what could happen. No matter what you do, he will not poop. And here's what I want you to do. He goes back in the crate. And I don't care if for the two weeks he gonna be or in the crate, or he's going to be with you outside. All what it takes, my dear Denise, to catch him two, three times while he's pooping. As he's pooping, good boy, good boy. And you gotta tell him, go potty, go poop, go poop, go poop, go poop, go poop. He poops, good boy, high pitch, and you give him treats. Two, three times, he gonna poop, he gonna poop from the time on, and don't even c- clean, clean it up f- for the few days. It's very important to, to leave it there. But remember, and I want you to hear me well, for two weeks, he did not poop, he goes inside in the crate. If you wanna supervise him, that's fine. Let him supervise, but if you supervise him, or if he's in the crate in 20 minutes, take him, or 30 minutes, or one hour, take him back outside and ask him to poop and play with him. Play Play, play, play. After go poop, go poop. He didn't poop back in the crate, back and forth. Three times he poops, he will poop from the time on. She poops in the crate. If the dog poops in the crate, you got to get a very small crate. No, I'm, I'm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, a very small crate, plastic one, so he could not get up. Once he cannot get up, like, he, he needs to not to get up. He can get up, but he should feel the ceiling, like a back in the Soviet Union apartments. So he should feel it. If he feels the ceiling, normally plastic crates that way, uh, you know, you done it because he's not going to poop. Remember, you have to do whatever it takes so he okay. would not poop in the crate. Just just be creative. It's simple. I've done this all the time. I do it all the time. It's works okay it's well, I worse you. I if you work my problem is they fit and so but we had a wire one and no, 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 plastic one, plastic one. <laughs> Denise, send me personal email. My website is www.socaldogtraining.com. Socal, I've been told by my kids, whole America knows what the Socal, so I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. Plus, if you're asking Russian how to spell, it's just asking how cat to swim. Thank you for calling me. one 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now.
Of course, that must mean it is time for Joey Volani's tip brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Don't forget you can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com by putting in the promo code SAVE25. Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father, Joey Volani. Now listen, I had um, on the um, website, I checked um, my emails and I had this woman, Betty, who emailed me. She said she listens to Animal Radio all the time and she heard me talking a couple of weeks ago about brushing your pet. She said the problem that she's having is her dog doesn't like to be brushed and it's not an easy task. But we have a remedy for that house, so I'm going to tell her how to fix that. Okay. Basically, what you want to do is don't sound so enthused. I am. You know, when I'm when I'm speaking, I want you to be happy and enthused. I'm really clap excited and enthused. Okay. I, I wasn't going to clap; it would make too much noise. But go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> what you have to do is is if you you have to almost make a game out of it. And if you have a, number one, if you have a dog that's biting, you got to muzzle them. Some cases you may need two people, but if you don't need two people, this is this is how you're going to try it out first. What you're going to do is you're going to start brushing on the back end of your dog, down by the base of the tail, not the legs because you know generally they don't like their legs brushed. So start at the base of the tail. As I'm doing this, I'm talking to my dog, a little baby talking, you know, oh nice, nice, you know, whatever, you, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Scratch their face um, a little bit and kind of make a game out of it and brush them lightly. Now every time they turn around to see the brush, just pull it away, get their attention to you again, brush them lightly again, and eventually what you're going to do is slowly start working up to you where you're at the shoulders, where you're at the head, and then work your way on the legs, the, the most problem areas. After a while, and this is something that, you know, in some cases could take an hour, and in some cases may take two weeks to do, um, because sometimes some pets just, you know, have to get used to the feeling of being brushed. After a while, they'll, they'll like it. Now, one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to feed them. A lot of people think if you give them treats through the process of it. The problem with that is every time the dog wants to get brushed, the dog's going to expect a steak dinner or something. So you don't, if you want to give them a treat at the end to reward, that's, that's one thing, but not during the process of it. In some cases, if the dog is too big or difficult, have someone help you out, okay? Have someone hold the head and do the petting and get the attention away from what you're doing. And it's not that the dog is not going to know what's what's going on, but it's going to be a little bit more accepted. And then after a while, you should be able to brush, comb, and whatever you um, need to do to your pet without, you know, having to worry about getting bit or the dog turning around. It's, it's difficult at home because I know you're doing it on the floor, so you want to be a little bit smarter than your pet. And eventually... Everything will be fine. We put all these tips, by the way, over at the website. Check that out, animalradio.com, and look for Joey Volani's tips. Hey, you lucky devil. Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Now, we all know cat containment is the easy part. Cats on Deck, they provide cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cat safe and contained in all types of weather. They have many styles or customized, easy-to-assemble enclosures. Check them out at catsondeck.com. And here's your cat tip of the week. Hi, this is catsondeck.com, sponsoring this cat tip of the week. Adopting a cat, some considerations. First and foremost, unless you're thinking about an exotic cat, we urge you to adopt from a rescue group or shelter. These cats desperately need a loving home, and reputable groups make sure they have had all their shots and are in good health. If you already have an adult cat, it's best to bring home a kitten, as it will be accepted far more readily than another adult which will most likely be viewed as an intruder. 
Kittens should be at least 12 weeks old before adopting and properly weaned. If the home is typically empty of people during the day, it may be worth considering getting two kittens as they will keep one another company and provide a lot of entertaining fun for the household watching them play and romp together. If you're worried about furniture or other artifacts while you're out of the house, consider an enclosure that gives them enough room for a litter box and to play, climb, and sleep. Visit CatsOnDeck.com where cat environmental enrichment and safety is a major component of all our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Health advocates and environmental activists are fighting with poultry industry officials in Annapolis over a bill that would prohibit feeding chickens and turkeys any additive that contains arsenic. Thank you very much. We'd prefer not to be eating that. The Baltimore Sun reports that proponents call it a matter of prudence, while opponents warn it could hurt Maryland's leading agricultural sector. Chicken farmers nationwide have stopped feeding their flocks a drug containing arsenic. Since 2011, government studies suggested the cancer-causing metal may be tainting poultry. The animal drug Roxorcin is fed to chickens and turkeys to kill parasites and boost the bird's growth. An effort to ban arsenic from chicken feed failed to get out of the House Environmental Matters Committee last year. Well, love is certainly in the air at one Chinese zoo. The UK's Orange News says officials at the Yunnan Wild Animal Park are going to be marrying, ready for this, a deer and a sheep next week. Is that right? Are you supposed to mix those two? The animals named Long Hair and Pure Girl, (laughs) sounds like a porn movie, are said to be deeply in love, and they try to mate almost every day. Zookeepers tried to separate them, but they were miserable. So they decided to reunite them and call it a match, and now they're getting married. Well, there's a serious raven problem in Rochester, New York. The raven population, massive and non-lethal efforts to get rid of them, started earlier this week. Crews set off noisy bottle rockets as well as other firecrackers. It's not an easy thing to solve, and it costs a lot, too. The city council recently gave the nod to spending more than 20000 bucks just to get rid of these birds. Officials say they plan to continue their noise-making scare tactic throughout the week. Remember when they did that in Waco? They tried to get them out of that compound, so they kept playing, um, I think it was disco music, to get them out of there over and over again. Finally, they came out. Um, have you been looking for love in all the wrong places? Well, we have a solution for you. Move over eHarmonyandMatch.com. You're going to want to head to your local animal shelter to meet your match. The color-coded program evaluates shelter pets and the people looking to adopt them in an effort to match personalities, energy levels, and needs. Playing Cupid with Meet Your Match, uh, help workers at the Richmond Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals increase adoptions by 20% in just a few years. Potential adopters answer 19 questions on subjects like whether they want a playful or laid-back dog or cat and how their animal will spend its days and how they will spend time together. Well, the best part of the program is it encourages people to focus on things like which pet will be the right fit for their lifestyle and personality instead of their appearance. And that's exactly how you should find a mate. Don't look for what's on the outside. Look for what's on the inside. 
I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It is Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. I'm Hal Abrams. Judy Francis is screening your calls at one 405 for Dr. Debbie, groomer Joy Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ernie Rodina, our horse expert, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And uh, besides those phone lines, you can also get in touch with us via email, yourvoice at animalradio.com. You can tweet us at Animal Radio. Or you can head on over to our Facebook page at Animal Radio. And this week, we have some big prize packages. We're giving away one each day this week for liking us. If you like us, we'll pick one person that liked us at Facebook. And we'll give you one of these prize packages worth millions of dollars. Trillions of dollars. I don't know how much they're worth. But there are actually some pretty nice packages for both you and your pet. Simply for liking us. Uh, let's see, line two, and we have Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Very good. I understand you want to talk to the good doctor. Yes, please. I'm right here, ready for you. What can we do for you, Sharon? Okay, um, I guess it's kind of a, I want to be an advocate. My dog has, it's a genetic disease. It's called um, intestinal lymph. I can't say the rest of it, but it's very similar to irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. Yeah. Lymphangiectasia. Right. Wow. And I okay. guess I would like to be an advocate because it's a genetic trait with like Yorkies and Wheeland Terriers. And, you know, what I'm thinking is that if you do have a pet that has that, not to breed them. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. So and, how is your, how is your baby doing? Well, he almost died last year. We have a wonderful vet that has been going beyond the call of duty, and it reoccurred again this year. It's something that's managed, never cured. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's at the point now where his little tummy is rather large. The difference is that this year is, opposed to last year, he was very lethargic. This year... His bowel movements are very solid. I mean, you would not know that he is sick other than his stomach being huge. Yeah. 
And, you know, this condition, just so I can give a little background for some folks, this is a condition where lymph, um, which is absorbed um, throughout the body and moves throughout the body, um, there's a problem in the intestines, which in some cases this can happen primarily just as a genetic problem, but also secondary to other problems like intestinal disease or even heart disease. But the lymph um, flow is uh, disrupted in, in the intestines, and that can actually result in some very serious uh, low protein levels in the body, and that can result in fluid buildup in the belly, kind of that big old water belly look, um, but also vomiting, uh, not eating, uh, weight loss, um, and, and a lot of diarrhea type issues. So that's kind of the typical, um, I shouldn't say typical, it is not a typical disease, and it is actually tough to diagnose. Did your baby have uh, uh, biopsies done or endoscopy? Uh, What we've done is he hasn't had any biopsies. He's had a lot of blood work done, which showed the albumin and his protein level, like his total protein is at four, and from what I understand, it should be at least six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah. And, uh, and typically, you know, for pets that have that, um, we talk about keeping them on low-fat diets to help uh, abs- allow them to absorb their nutrients, um, sometimes treating the secondary inflammatory bowel disease with things like steroids, um, vitamin B injections, uh, low-dose antibiotics. Um, so I don't know how many of those things uh, they've kind of tapped into for your baby. Um, what we've done is we have a special diet. It's chicken with vegetables. He had, he's been on um, prednisone, but mm-hmm. that's, he's going to be put on a, a, a different medicine instead of prednisone on Tuesday because it's not working. Mm-hmm. He's on some enzymes, the okay. pancreas enzymes. He's been taking diuretics, which, you know... His little tummy is probably, he normally weighs like eight pounds. He's about nine five, which is quite a bit for a little guy. Yeah, it's all that water weight. mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're really working on it, and it's tough. I just, you know, it's something that, you know, until you've dealt with it, you don't know, you know, what's happening. They can, like you said, the diarrhea, we've experienced diarrhea, the vomiting, everything, and now it's just, starting, I believe, turning around because the bowels are solid. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we're having an issue with is this stomach being big. You know, I have to commend you, Sharon, because it is a very difficult disease to to manage, and especially for the babies that have it as a primary problem. Um, mm-hmm. So, who knows? Maybe you know they're going to consider some other medicines. Uh, Budesonide uh, might be one that we try if uh, prednisone isn't doing enough. Um, mm-hmm. So, hopefully, some of those switch ups in the medication can kind of help your baby uh, manage that protein level and keep trucking along but you know thank you for bringing some attention to a very um, unusual type of intestinal disease you know a lot of people are familiar with inflammatory bowel disease um, you know it is causing some GI symptoms but uh, this is a kind of a little bit more of a category of its own hi Sharon I'm Joy Turner I'm the animal communicator your boy wants to know if you would be willing to put some of this on he's not sure what but on some kind of page on the internet so that other people that may not be familiar with what's going on and maybe their vet hasn't figured it out yet, you could help other people by pointing out some of the things that you've found out. He would really oh. like to be able to have what you're learning shared with just other dog people. Okay. Now, how would I do? I just do a blog? 
you could do a blog, you could do a Facebook page. I'm not all that big on the social media thing, so I'm not exactly sure how that can work. You might want to investigate that for him. There is a Facebook page called Save Louie, and my little guy's name is Kobe, so I'll start something with Kobe and kind of do a diary like they did for Save Louie on mm-hmm. what's going on with my little guy. That would be great. I would like to see a lot of people understand it because it can be really misdiagnosed. The previous veterinarian, and I just, I'm not going to put down or anything like that. I don't know if they were really aware of the, the intestinal lymph, you know, of that disease. It's a hard thing to they, pronounce, I'll tell you that right now. Well, well it is, and, and the first idea was that it was liver, and they just kind of told us, you know, there's nothing we could do. And then I went to another doctor, and he diagnosed it pretty well. I mean, it's one of those diseases that it can be managed. He helped another person, and they lost their little Yorkie. So it's something, a Wheatland Terrier, there's, and maybe I could put the other breeds in there, what I learned. That would be great. And when you get that uh, up on the web, please let us know here at Animal Radio, and we will link to it and send as many people as we can to let them know a little bit about what you're going through. We appreciate your time, Sharon. I'm running out okay. of time. i got to take a break. It, it pays okay. our bills, keeps the lights on, keeps the phone going and everything. Oh, oh, I understand. Thank you so much for calling. one 405 We'll be right back for more Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine Caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine Caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine Caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. This is Animal Radio. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. And we take our first call for animal communicator, Joy Turner. And we have Connie on the phones. Welcome, Connie. 
Hi, good morning. What's going on with you? Well, I rescued a cat like six years ago from the pound, and uh, she's always been very skittish, and like for three years she'd hardly come near us. So we always tell people she must have been abused. So I was just always wondering what really happened to her. She's a little better now, but still not 100%. Okay, can you first of all give me her name, please? Her name is Cece. Gigi? Cece, with a C as in cat. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm saying hi to her. She's a little bit slower in saying hi than some, but that's okay. Everybody takes their own time to get used to what we're doing. And, okay, I was just explaining to her what you wanted to know about. She thinks that she is so much better than when she came to you. Do you agree with her? Yes, she is. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And... I would do two things because that was her first comment. I would focus a lot on that if I were you and say how much more outgoing she is or sweet she is or whatever in the moment she's being and how you really love that because that encourages her to come out even more. She admits that she she would say she was in a shell when she first came to you because she had found the world had not been kind to her in general. Okay. And it's taken her a while to feel safe with you. She does feel safe now. She says now it's really just a matter of learning more and more and more about how you want her to interact with you because she never had anybody before that cared how she interacted. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Does that make sense to you? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we thought maybe they hurt her, like hit her or you know, were were cruel to her because she was so scared of us. Well, and when she was telling me the world was not kind to her, she was being very literal about that. Okay. People did not treat her very well before. Uh Uh-huh. So you were right on that assumption, and now all she needs you to do is talk to her about anything additionally that you would like her to do, and you would do that by thinking about what you want to say, and every time we speak, we make pictures in our mind. So you can also focus a lot on the picture. She picks up very quickly on those pictures in your head. Okay. And show her the things additionally that you think she might do if she wanted to but don't ever make it a you have to do this oh okay yeah sometimes I force her to sit on my lap and she hates that (laughs) yeah and that actually makes her be afraid so I would not make her do anything like that I would ask her and encourage her and make it be her option because she likes knowing that at least most of the time with you it's her choice she gets to decide how much she interacts with you, and that makes her feel safer. Okay. All right. Then we'll continue to do that. Thank you for Perfect. your call today, Connie. one 405 8405 I said enough. Hey, gang, this is the Money Man, Eddie Money. Make sure you spay to your pets and keep the dial right here to Animal Radio. It's the greatest station in the world. You're new to Animal Radio? 
Well, let me tell you who the lineup is. we got Dr. Debbie right here to my left answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner. Ernie Rodina, your horse expert, and of course, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And I believe we have a call for him right now, and is it Dennis? Dennis is on line one. Hi, Dennis. Welcome to the show. Hi, sir. Thank you for taking my call. What's going on? My daughter just recently, uh, well, she started off getting uh, a mixed pit, then she went and got um, a purebred pit. And my main concerns are, obviously, the reputation of a pit bull, and I have a granddaughter and getting ready to have a grandson. and um, Sure. Dennis, thank you so much for that call. Um, I can get on training them to be the sure. most timid and everything. Sure. Dennis, thank you so much for this call, and I appreciate um, a lot this question, too, because this is unlike any other questions. Make all our trainers be triple concern about the future and um, about our clients, their kids, and it's uh, very important. It's also very important that you're talking to the person who doesn't afraid to be not politically correct. Vladi does not afraid to tell the truth. And I will tell you very straightforward what is my international experience tells me. And you, who is about sending me all the bad emails and things like this, just, you know, nothing going to change it. I'm going to tell what I believe, <laughs> and that's what about the Vladi. Look, Dennis. Okay. Uh, pit bulls. Uh, yes, they make the headlines in a, in a lot of times and sometimes for reasons, and a lot of times for reasons. The problem about pit bulls, they're very easy goes to this so-called red zone or rage syndrome or red zone, I would put this way, from, from being sweet and hard to being totally unpredictable at just one step. That's the bad news. However, the good news is, as I guess with every dog, but with such in dogs, which Pitbull would be belong to, if you're going to start to ask me about another breeds, I can go over them, but we're talking about yours. If you get the puppy from, that's what it seems to me, that's what your intention is, from the good yeah. breeder. Well, here is my advice. First of all, get female dog. No doubts yes. about this. Um, well, your it, kids it's a and female dogs. and it's about five weeks old. And I have a mixed pit that's about oh three months old. Well, f f if you're talking about getting the puppy from f five weeks from the breeder, it's making me a little bit feel uncomfortable because uh, in Europe we're keeping the puppies with mommy up to eight weeks because we see it frequently, especially with pit bull. You cannot play in the Russian roulette. Um, if if uh, they go for the critical stage of puppy developing, and it's exactly between five and eight weeks, exactly, they are learning how to communicate to another puppies, to another dogs, and how mom disciplined them. Without that experience, there is some huge possibility, which I see in my practice. You will see, you will have aggression to another dogs. So I would. I would ask the breeder if it takes pay her, whatever, but keep that puppy up to eight weeks because they, some of them want to just rid of them because, you know, they want to make money, but uh, most uh, breeders are very good and uh, they understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, so my, my we test... We already have the puppies because they were just giving them away and my daughter went ahead and took one. A, a breeder? So already... a, let me get this straight. A breeder was giving away puppies. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, uh, I... 
I don't think it was a breeder. I okay. think it was just a private party that had a pit bull and they had puppies. Mm, it's so kind of, that's, what, that's what we hate about that stuff. All that breeding and all that stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, here, so you already got what you got from five, five months, uh, five weeks puppy. Okay. So here is what I would do right now. I would create total, total positive perception between kids and the dogs. I would go to the pet store, get a lot of wonderful treats. Treats must come from the back, which make the noise when you're opening. For instance, Solid Gold Company makes a wonderful treats by name. Uh, Tiny Tots or Beef Jerky. When you're opening that back, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Now, the company still and choose, which I like even more, because their treats are probably the most delicious uh, I ever tried in my behavior modification program. Stella and choose comes from also interesting cellophane back. When you're opening, it makes a lot of interesting noises. So the key is, kids, you, the, the, this is the right now crucial point. Crucial point, listen up. You have to, don't listen to your vet, Dr. Debbie. Please. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky she's not around right now. She's in the kitchen. Look, uh, help, give you her some coffee. Keep her there, please. I will. Keep her right now because I'm going to tell something. You know there's she, a speaker in the kitchen and she can hear you, right? Oh, my God. Just close the door. Okay. Mika, stay there. Don't let Dr. Debbie come in this room, please. Okay. No, that's hate to hear it because they will convince you that, okay, you know, you know, you should not socialize the dog at so early age. You know what? Sometimes in our life, Dennis, we need to pick between bad and worse. Okay? Uh, when you're having pit bulls, with well, no Russian roulettes here. So you gotta do everything right. Grab your pit bull puppy, go to the Toys R Us, go to any areas where a lot of kids, a lot of people. Put the blanket, blanket on the floor so the puppy wouldn't have, have any infection, whatever. Put your puppy in. Oh my gosh, you will see so many girls gonna come and say, Get a bitch attack! Get a bitch! Sure! Give my dog cookies. You open this bag, the garlic, we give kids and loving these puppies. The, the big man with the hat. Oh my gosh, tall man. Oh, pitbull in the Sure, sure, could you give my puppies? The more dogs, excuse me, the more people your dog will see at this age, Oh, my gosh, that's what you need to do every other day, at least whole Saturday and Sunday. Invite the people in your house and do the same things. Invite the people and kids in your house and do the same thing. That was my best, best advice. And after that, when get the right trainer. Check uh, website International Association of Canine Professionals, ICP, International Association of Canine Professionals, where the trainers like me, very balanced, who will establish human authority early in his life, and he will show you how socialized your dog, not just to the people, but also to another dogs. That's going to be a little bit challenge to you. So once you do get at least first round of vaccination, you got to do carefully socialization with your neighbor's dogs, and they will take it for you from that. So it seems to me you will be fine from this point if you do the right things. So Dennis, thank you so much for calling me, and this is my straightforward answer. Um, from Vladi, Russian dog wizard. one 405 to connect with our dream team, including Vladi, the Russian dog wizard. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team. That includes Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and our veterinarian Dr. Debbie. If this is your first week, and it's possible, welcome to Animal Radio. Toll free, give us a call right now. Stacy Cohen working in the newsroom. Social media, it's not just for people anymore. Imagine if you could watch, talk to, and even feed your pet through a Skype-like video phone. Huh? Well, guess what? The time is here. It's actually happened, and you can do that now. I'll tell you how, coming up on Animal Radio News. And in just a few minutes, we're going to find out the story about McDonald's pulling a commercial that they had on the air, apparently for the Chicken McBite, and they said that it was less risky than petting a pit bull. To and eat one of those? To eat l- one of those. Is less risky than petting a pit bull. Yeah. What the heck are they doing? What do you think about that, Vlad? That must tick you off, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure, because, you know, I have my own strong opinion about that. You think uh, pit bulls are as bad as they're made out to be? Or could it, could any dog be dangerous, I guess? It could be. And I know you're trying to push me to be politically correct, but you know me. <laughs> I always say what I think, you know, and you're not going to happen. What you, you're not going to say what you wanted me to say. What I'm going to say <laughs> that <laughs> there is, a, like you say in America, there is no fire without smoke. So this is the for reason, you know, they have a reputation for being unpredictable. Uh, we can, I can talk about many cases when the dog was allegedly not provoked and was attacked people, um, because, you know, there is no explanation, explanations for wild animal, uh, instincts. Uh, every dog can buy, for sure. Yorkies biting maybe people more than pit bulls. Yorkies never makes, um, headlines. As a matter of fact, not Yorkies. Ducks, uh, ducks and duck, we call them sausage dog. You know that? Oh, the wiener dogs, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're even more, more dangerous than pit bulls because they're biting Americans much more than pit bulls, but pit bulls really make the headlines because the bites are bad and they can turn into the red zone pretty quickly. So, okay. I mean, they try to be politically correct, but uh, we need to stay vigilant. Okay. We'll uh, talk a little more about that in just a couple of seconds. We're going to head to the phone, and we have our brand new horse, horse expert here. Can we take one of these tweets right now? Right now. This just came in. Uh, you can tweet us, by the way, with your questions at Animal Radio or at Facebook at Animal Radio, or just email them to us at your voice at Animal Radio. This one is for Ernie, our brand new horse expert here at Animal Radio. Lonnie writes, I'm here. Just got a new horse. It's been a childhood dream. Someone told me I need to float the teeth. What does that mean? I'll tell you, uh, the horse's teeth, Al, they're continuously growing. They grow, to, uh, and the horses are living a lot longer than they used to. Well, they grow to a period when they get older that they shed their teeth and they lose wow. them. And then, so what happens is, uh, due to maybe their eating habits or due to the way they're growing, they get sharp edges on their back molars. And uh, what happens is it gets uncomfortable, the, t- the food falls out of their mouth, their head gets cockeyed, they get less efficient on their feed. And so what we have is it's a great, great uh, uh, way to work with your vets and get them floated is you're actually filing those rough edges off the molars and off their teeth so they can eat at a more, e- their teeth move at a more uh-huh. even rate and uh a lot easier on the mouth. They don't lose the food. Why do they call that floating? I don't get that. No water involved. Filing. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know why they would call it other than you just want those molars floating against the bottom and top molars in a in a real smooth, uh, regular uh, motion. Fl- a fluid yeah. motion. Do fluid they mind motion, it? Because, I mean, it, it doesn't sound oh, like it's um, pleasant. Do they mind well, it? Well, you know, they have anesthetic just like we get anesthetic when we get our teeth worked on. Horses exactly like a dogs. They're pack oriented species. They lick in the pack. They're not like a cat. That's what the, our hell is the bad the trainer because he's the cat person. And Judy is much better because she's the <laughs> dog person. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we so. don't pull any punches here on Animal Radio. I suck <laughs> as a dog trainer. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, so let's hit the phones. 1 Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. It's getting hot in the studio. Can you open a window? It's just all these bodies. Uh, all these warm bodies like Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, our horse expert, Ernie Rodina, and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, of course. Stacy Cohn gets her little air-conditioned booth. What's the best way to keep a monkey warm and happy? Give him a little red, red wine. Huh? I'm serious, and a zoo is doing it. Of course, it's in another country, but I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. That sounds dirty. It does sound dirty. Uh, I know this week you were... Uh, Inspecting salons. You give these kind of certifications out, don't you? Well, we do these salon evaluations. We've been doing them for years. And um, I went into one this past week, and um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but it was disgusting. When I came in, it, it smelled horrible of urine. Um, when I went in the back, there was probably a foot of hair oh. that the groomers were walking through. Like, they never swept it up. They never threw it out. And then when I went by the cages, I found poop. Poop. I found poop, but I had a cages in green molded wet hair under the tub. Yeah. When, when, as I was trying to oh, tell wow. the woman, we got to clean this up. You got to clean this place up. It has to look a little bit better. She was like, "Well, we're busy," so I ended up calling her a pig, and I told her that if she don't clean the friggin' place up right away, that I'm not doing any evaluation because I, I until the place is clean up, we can't even do anything. It was disgusting. It was it was like an episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Did they eventually get the Joey Volani certification of approval? They they didn't pass. Um, but oh, not, not, not at all. So I leave them with um, paperwork on how to improve, and um, if they want to have me back to recertify, I will. Very good. You don't want Joey Volani walking into your place if you're a groomer. And Listen, we've been working a long time to bring the standards of pet grooming up, and right now it's at a point where most salons you go in, you're going to think you're in a professional hair salon. So when you go back to one of these primitive places that aren't giving you the service, it's not healthy for your pet to be there, I get upset because I worked, hey, 36 years I've been in this industry, Ooh. and we've really tried to change the standards. Did you see the television the clip that's clip, been circulating yeah. all over YouTube of the news anchor that got bit on the face on live TV? We've been talking about this in the vet world and just how 
unbelievable. You hate to blame the victim here, but there are so many things that were done wrong by this person in approaching this dog. Oh, yeah. Coming up to her face, restraining the face, and kind of, you know, forcing it to look her right in the eye. Well, I, I kind of respectfully disagree with you guys because, yes, I do understand that lady was uh, dumb to do the things, and it's uh, I see it all the time, people kissing their pets all the time, you know, and especially when she don't know the dog, and it was really dumb things to do however there is no rights to bite anyone look what happened did not surprise me really i saw how the dog was uh, you know reacting even before bite how he changed his body language he was warning the person you know and the firefighters guys uh, you know did not react i'm also can uh, think or can suspect that the dog showed some type of aggressive behavior, not the biting, of course, but maybe growling and gave the dirty look before that. But, you know, some people like firefighters, police officers, or another law enforcement, they believe, well, you know, that's the dog, you know, he has some house to protect, and some, <laughs> that's okay. That would be, yeah, I see it all the time. I see it all the time in my business. So, yeah, that would maybe be okay for the stupid lab or golden uh, or the poodle, a smart one, or, you know, but it's not okay for German shopper. It's not okay for many breeds including that uh, Italian uh, Mastiff, which is uh, famous for being unpredictable and famous for being, you know, uh, on the assertive side. Look, this didn't surprise me. Here is what I really want to make a point. What has really surprised me? The reaction of the public. And all of them, basically, according to the TV station, Poor dog, what's gonna happen with him now? It is okay in this country when the dog, when the, when, when the dog biting the people, it's not okay when the person bite the dog. Look, in my practice, I see the situations where, uh, my client correcting his dog for trying to be aggressive to the kids, and the kids staying with their parents. Do you think the parents just telling, yeah, yeah, you know, get his butt? No! They just say, oh, that's okay, that's just too mean to cor correct that dog. So they would believe that better to bite their kids rather than fix that dog's behavior. That's the make me furious. Yes, the lady was dumb. Firefighters, I think they were a little bit complacent. They overlooked this danger in the first place. But as society, we need to stay firm and just promote one simple fact, no matter what dog is not supposed to bite the human. There is no excuse for that abuse. I cannot believe my Mika or any other dog I know under any circumstance. Guys, I have to tell you, I had a situation where the, we were, I were training the dogs, my Mika like a model dog, always coming to the people's home. Kids, what was five years old, pull her by tail. You believe it or not, I'm, I'm not sure if I can... If I can even say it on the air, uh, they put the finger in her butt. Kids, my Mika screamed, never even was thinking to bite anyone. And that's how I'm expecting. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm too much expecting. But to me... Yeah, well, Vlad, you know, you're talking from the training world. I'm on the grounds in the real world. And I would never approach... Ooh a protective dog 
a large, powerful dog like that and approach it in the way that she did. And that's my point, is that I think we have to think a little bit about the breed origins, what they were originally created for, and, and treat them with a due respect. The reason that so many bites get reported for the pit bull breed is because those little chihuahua bites don't cause a lot of damage. So when you're okay. dealing with these large, powerful breeds, you have to be the thinker in the situation. And I will never blame any dog for biting. It's usually human behavior that triggers this. But I'm just saying I would approach this totally different if that was a poodle or um, an Argentinian dogo. I understand that. But you, again, guys, you still blame the victim, and sometimes victims must be blamed. I believe in this cases I would not blame her too much because I, why? Because everyone does it. People look at the streets. Everyone does it. I train the dogs in downtown city. People approaching, kissing, and hugging the dogs. That's what the people do. We, as the responsible pet owner, I'm not talking about the trainer. I'm talking about because the reason I say about this, because 95% of my clients are the people who have aggressive dogs. And people got into this problem step by step. It's not one-time shot. People overlooking those initial signals when the dog becoming aggressive. They think it's okay when the dog barks, when somebody pushed the door, because they need to protect someone. They forgot that in America we have more lawyers than dogs. We just recently had one, a big attorney, who was scaring us, all of us, about what could happen, you know, if the dog gets bite, uh, someone, and things like this. You know, I cannot tell you how many times I was approached by different people who offer me everything just to train the dog for attack. I never done it in my life in America because of the same reason. So my point is, yes, lady was dumb. Yep, should never do it. Yeah, but everyone does it. However, the dog should never bite. And it's not about that particular dog. It's about all dogs, people. You know, aggression never comes. The dog who barking will eventually bite. Take it very seriously. Get professional help, not when the problem occur, before the problem occur. Sorry, guys, I just have a little bit different opinion than you do. Well, I looked at the video over and over, and I kind of thought that uh, the dog looked calm. The dog looked happy. I was taken aback as well as the weatherman who uh, didn't know how to pick up the scene right after this uh, it all happened. We're going to put the video up at the website. If you didn't catch this, head on over to AnimalRadio.com and we'll link to the video over there. Dr. Debbie, are you ready to take some phone calls? Let's do something that helps me animals here. Okay, we're going to the phones next for Dr. Debbie, one 405 8405 This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. 
cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. You're listening to Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by our friends over at Stella and Chewy's, providing a food for both your dog and cat with no fillings, no preservatives, no salt, no sugar, just good food. And as like we always say, we'd love to give you a sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. That address over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. And please be sure to mention whether you want a dog sample or a cat sample or both, because we can do both. Yes, Chewy. we can. Coming up in just a few minutes, what's the deal with Pet Airways? Boy. They they started uh, about a year ago, maybe maybe two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think a little bit longer than that. And it seemed like they had a real genius idea transporting animals across the country. They've run into serious financial trouble going belly up and leaving animals stranded. One person actually had to rent a car and go pick up their animal. Wow. We'll have the details on that in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, it's the wedding of the year, and it's happening in China at a zoo. I'll tell you who's getting married. You'll be surprised. It's a mix-and-match type of wedding. Uh It's coming up. I'll give you the details on Animal Radio News. Of course, Ernie Rodina joining us for our third week now as our horse expert. If you have a horse question, 1-866-405-8405. If you want to talk to our animal communicator, Joey Turner, that's the same number. Groomer, Joey Volani. Or Dr. Debbie. Or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. There's so many names now. I have to take a deep breath when I list the whole dream team. <laughs> Can't <laughs> say it in one breath it's anymore. It's tough. Keep adding, you're going to need oxygen. <laughs> and we have, is it Lonnie? Laney. Laney. Hey, Laney. Hello. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from beautiful Templeton, California. Wow, just down the road now. Do you listen on KVEC? You know, I, I don't... Yeah, okay. I can't, I, don't get the channel. I don't know how to find it on the radio, and I really miss you people. Do you listen on XM? I don't know what XM is. XM's a satellite radio, but uh, on KVEC... No, I don't have satellite okay. radio. Okay. Every Sunday now on KVEC at 2 p.m., you can check us out, of course, the podcast over at AnimalRadio.com after it airs nationally. But I understand you want to talk to Dr. Debbie. What's going on with your animal? Yes. Well, several months ago, <clears throat> Tippy, who's a 12-year-old... Tonkinese uh, cat <clears throat> all of a sudden didn't eat or drink. 
and then she started to lose a lot of weight. I got worried. I took her to emergency, and after numerous tests and everything, they said she had a high thyroid. And, you know, she, she almost died on me. I just really was. Anyway, um, so they put, had me put her on this ointment, meth, meth, let's see, M-E-T-H-I-M-A-Z-O-L-E, methimazole. Methimazole, uh, okay. Yeah, two and a half milligrams twice a day. And then uh, they said there's a special food, Y, Y-D, that okay. I could put her on, and I might be able to uh, take her off the ointment medication. But mm-hmm. she still is not gaining. She's still very, very thin, and she's active. She She's doing okay now, but I don't know if there's anything else I can do. I just moved recently, and I don't know a vet, and I, I don't know what to do for her or what else to do for her except the ointment and the YD. Okay. All right. Well, so so we, in kitties, when we have thyroid problems, they have the disorder where they have too much thyroid hormone in their body, and it, it definitely will cause problems where we lose weight. Um, we may have a very strong appetite, but lose weight. They can have vomiting, diarrhea, um, even heart-related problems. So all of those kind of symptoms can be related to that. Now, once we know we have a high thyroid, there's a lot of different ways to deal with that. You've mentioned the medication. Um, now, the methimazole um, can be given in in a pill form, and it sounds like you were given the transdermal form, the the form that's absorbed through a carrier that you put um, as an ointment on, on the uh, usually on the on the ears. On yeah. Ear. yeah. So now there are some different controversies with methimazole. One is that transdermal that route may help for some cats, but the absorption can be a little questionable. So giving that medication by a pill form, or even having it made into a liquid, um, can be a little bit more direct that we we know we're getting the dose in. And then with any of these forms, with methimazole, we would want to recheck the thyroid level to see are we getting that value down and making some meaningful changes to her body. If not, and if that value is still running really high, um, that's going to be why we're not doing well. And that's why we're not gaining weight. As long as that metabolism is revved up really high, we're not going to see your kitty gain weight. So, and then you mentioned some other ways we treat thyroid dis- disease in cats. Instead of giving a pill or putting this um, ear medicine on, we can actually feed a diet. Um, and it's a very, very restricted iodine um, uh, level in the diet YD. And uh, there is some encouraging information that that may help to control kitties without needing any kind of medication. Right. Um, with that, you still have to do the monitoring and still have to do that blood level to really see if we're making um, a good head way with that or not but that's a good option if you know if face it some cats pills and medication don't go down very easily so that may be something to look at yeah now and there are other therapies and actually if you have it in your area um, there's a type of a radioactive iodine treatment that can be very effective in destroying the abnormal tissue in the thyroid gland and sparing the healthy normal tissue. But it's very um, it's far a, away, Doctor. Yeah, if you don't have it in your area, it can be tough. It also can be pretty pricey. Um, you know, yeah. it's an initial outlay of in our area of about at least a thousand dollars. But if it means no medication for the kitties remainder of their life, it, it can actually, in the long run, save you a lot of money on um, medications and so forth. But um, I think all those being considered, um, the biggest thing I would say is, you know, we need to make sure we get that blood sample to see where your kitty's, um, you know, thyroid level is at this point. 
that's going to be the biggest thing for you. Well, when I got the YD, they said to give her the, the YD or the Y diet and then wait six months and then bring her in for a blood test. Do you, you think that? No. No. And, and actually, I've, I've gone to some seminars on this really very recently, and we need to, within even just a matter of a few weeks, to be checking blood levels on, on a oh, pet really? that's made that transition. Yeah. So it's not a food that replaces veterinary visits. So it's not going to take away the need to go into the vet. And, um, you know, it is a new food. So, you know, a lot of vets are still getting used to this and still kind of getting their protocols and how they want to manage cases. But for me, yeah, within at least a month of being switched over to the YD diet, we need to make sure we are um, checking that blood work. Why and during that time... the, the uh, high thyroid? I mean, she was well up until a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it is actually a very common, it's actually um, one of the most common hormonal problems in cats. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, it is not at all unusual. And in kitties that are over seven years of age, this is one reason why I am very vigilant about doing annual blood work in cats over seven. Oh. Because thyroid disorders are very common, diabetes, um, and kidney disease. Some of those are the most common things that by screening we can help to maybe pick up that, tr- that trend of that thyroid level just starting to head up above a, a level of of over two and a half, and that really gets us a little bit more excited about looking into that. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know, knock on the, that veterinary door, and let's see about having her rechecked, and especially watching that weight. Um, if you're seeing her weight drop, then that's gotta that's gotta get us all more encouraged about getting some lab work and seeing her. Okay, well, thank you very much because I want her around. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. lose her, and I just. Uh, didn't know what to do moving here and not knowing any vets or any we can help you with that. Where to go. We can help you with that. Actually, when Dr. Debbie is out on vacation, we have Dr. Greg Neal here uh, fill in, and I'll put you on the phone with uh, Judy, and she can get you that information. Really? That would be great. I appreciate that. Hang tight for one second. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap. Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard and the fresh spanking new Ernie Rodina, our horse expert here on Animal Radio. How are you doing today, Ernie? Just doing great. How about yourself? Huh? Good. Very good. I understand uh, we have calls, Judy? Yes, we do. We have Joe on line three waiting to talk to Ernie. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Um, I have a four-year-old mare. I uh, was making coffee one morning, looked out. She was really hobbling. I went out, and I thought, you know, her shoulder was broken. Her leg was broken. So I called the vet out. Um, he said, you know, I don't know if we, if I'll know if it's broken, if it's her shoulder. So he did the test. He pulled her leg forward. He pulled her leg back. He pulled her leg out. And he said, no, I don't think it's her shoulder. We'll go ahead and take an x-ray. It's sometimes too dense, but we'll see what we can do. Well, he called back an hour later, and he said, sure enough, it's broken, but it's broken across the elbow. If she had to have a break, it's a good break because it's straight across. And being her age, she's more resilient. And he said, just give her probably four days, and if she's starting to put weight on it, then there's a possibility that she's going to be okay and you're not going to have to put her down. So I waited about a week, and she was putting a little bit of weight on, and she's doing a lot better. She's still kind of hopping around, but she is putting, uh, she, she bears weight intermittently. So I think she's doing okay, but my question is that I've been reading this holistic medicine stuff, and it's called Symphytum, and it's supposed to regenerate bone. I was wondering 
do you know anything about that, or is there anything else other than just time and banamine and cartilage pellets that I could that I could help this process? Well, I tell you what. First of all, you, uh, as far as it looks, really promising that your your uh, horse can put bear some weight on that elbow. Uh, what I would do, and you, the second you got with your veterinarian, the veterinarian's right on top of it. As far as the uh, herbal treatments, uh, see what science is behind it. Is what I would recommend. And and uh, if there's not a lot of data, which that's uh, the case, there's not a lot of data. I would just probably go with the banamine, go with what the veterinarian's recommending, and stay with that and give it time. The nice thing about it is it's a mare, and so uh, you don't have to put her down if she can get over it. Even if she's a little bit lame, you can always keep her around and always raise a cold out of her. Yeah. Okay. I just was. I just had read about that, and I just wondered if I if it would help or. I mean, it's definitely not going to hurt, but I just wondered what you knew about it. So I, I before just, ordering, it's pretty. It's pretty pricey. It's pretty expensive, and so I didn't want to just get something and feed sugar pellet. You know. See what data is behind it, because it can become real expensive, and if it doesn't do any good, you know, you don't want to be just throwing your money away. But uh, you know, I think the, what's great is the horse is putting barren weight on it and it's amazing how that um, uh, horse can heal up and uh, in just a matter of time you might not even notice that she ever had it had an injury all right well thank you so much for talking to me today hey great to talk to you we love horses i i had a similar type of deal with my horse got uh, broke i mean just shattered and it's amazing what uh, what uh, how the horse can heal itself. Luckily, we took the chips out and everything, and broke its elbow right up in there. But uh, I say, get with your great, just have a great relationship with your veterinarian, and that's the key to it. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That's the number toll free to connect with any one of our dream team. This is Animal Radio, baby. Hi, this is Jamie Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. McDonald's has apologized and pulled an ad that came back to bite them, so to speak. The ad said eating a Chicken McBite was less risky than petting a pit bull. Well, you can imagine what that did. Enraged pit bull owners and their defenders. McDonald's spokeswoman Ashley Yingling said the Kansas City area radio ad for Chicken McBites ran just a few days before they pulled it. The company issued an apology by email and social media sites, and people who called a toll-free number got a recorded apology. Rachelle Lazarga of Sacramento says she found it reckless, so you know what she did. She started started a Facebook site and an online petition. Thank goodness for that Facebook. Some critics said McDonald's should also donate to pit bull causes or use a pit in an ad. No word from McDonald's on those ideas. Well, social media isn't just for people anymore. Imagine if you could watch, talk to, and even feed your pets through a Skype-like video phone. Video phone. Well, it's come out. Minneapolis-based startup Answer Innovation LLC has created Pet Chats technology. It's the pet phone. 
Yes, it allows people to interact with their pet from a computer, laptop, or mobile device anytime, anywhere. Research shows that pet owners don't like leaving their pets home alone. According to Lisa Lavin, she's the co-founder and CEO of Answer Innovation. So they created Pet Chats. It's a device. It's designed mainly for dogs, but I guess your cat could do it too. Uh, roughly, it's the size of an iPad, but much thicker than one. It's plugged into the wall, comes equipped with a webcam, speaker microphone, scent and treat dispensers. Pet owners just open a web app on their computer or mobile device that allows them to connect to pet chats. Once you're connected, you can secretly watch your dog in spy mode or you can press a call button and signal the dog to the device. Well, when the dog comes, you can watch and then you press a button and it feeds them. Pet Chats has two patents already and it's awaiting approval for one. All right. Um, here's another story that's just uh, crazy. A zoo in central Kazakhstan, where overnight temperatures have dipped to nearly 40 degrees below zero, is giving monkeys a concoction of red wine. Yeah, monkeys are starting to drink. Not kidding. It's diluted with hot water and a mixture with sugar and fruit. And the zoo chief animal specialist from the zoo told local media it was not a matter of making the animals drunk, but of relaxing them. That's what a guy told me the other night at the bar, right? Ha! I wish. Anyway, um, in a video that was released by a local newspaper, a member of the staff at the zoo was shown mixing the drink in a kettle. It consisted of wine, lemon, apple sugar, a little hot water. Monkeys were then filmed drinking the grog from the spout of the kettle as a keeper coaxed them, saying, Drink! 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 I guess Vlade could do that better than me. But pregnant monkeys and babies, they are not allowed to have the drink. They say that we give the monkeys wine because in the winter it protects them from respiratory infections. And after all, primates are just like people. They enjoy drinking a little alcoholic drink every now and then. Some of them even abuse it. Coming up to the drinking trough several times. Well, what would you expect from a crazy monkey? I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. one 405 That is toll-free to any one of your dream team. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lottie. Great to talk to you again. So here's the problem. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, that was the hell. <laughs> He's our main host, so I'm sorry. Yeah, this is you're with me right now. So, Bob, how can I help you? Uh, we've got you know my style. Start with the question. Yes. I've got a, a, a boxer that continually barks at us while we're sleeping and right in our face. 
She wants something. We just don't know what. Can you tell us? And how do we stop her from barking? Oh, my gosh, Bob. If you were the woman, I would kiss you. It's just a, such a <laughs> concise way of asking the questions. Now I need like KGB to ask you some surrounding and my okay. terms. Okay, so you have a one boxer, two boxers, just quick. One boxer, two great, uh, two English bulldogs. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're wonderful. They, uh, they, they, they're a great match. And the problems you have with boxers, with boxer, excuse me, with one boxer. Yes. Yes, one boxer, right? And he sleeps in your bedroom. She sleeps on our bed, gets off and plays with the English bulldogs because they're too big to jump on the, the beds too high. Mm. But if you listen, yeah, they, if you listen, well, yeah. you know, if you listen, I, now I'm not gonna kiss you because you know, if you listen to me, you know what I'm gonna tell you about sleeping in the beds. Um, I know. So, she, so that she sleeps with you in your bed and she barks in the morning. Barks in the morning, barks at night when we're trying to sleep. She in our face, right in oh our face, gosh. she's barking, trying to tell us something or trying to get us up to play with her. We don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, humans and dogs have a special spike of the day when they have a most energy. This yeah. is what you're telling me. It's not the new thing, too, because that's happening once in a while in my practice, this type of complaint. Sometimes it's at 4 p.m. when the people tell me the dog goes crazy. Sometimes it's in the night. Sometimes it's around 11 a.m. So, interesting, that's the three things happening. So, my approach to that would be, Double punch um, with a with a heavy Russian fist. I'm going to address symptoms and the cause. Remember, any cause, any cause for any behavior problem includes yours. It's just three things to look at. Number one, lack of structures or discipline in the dog's life. Number two not meeting the dog's major needs, which is physical, mental, and social, are not being met in the proper way. And number three, all type of frustrations, pulling on the leash, barking and charging through the window, which is developing, it's called scientifically freedom frustration, which developing um, all that hyperactive behavior and doggy ADD and all this surrounding things. So if you could start with the structures, that structures involved doing physical exercises. And again, if you listen our show before, I said not taking your dog for four or five miles walk. I want you to get your dog in the backyard along with those, you know, um, English bulldogs and make them run. I know it's not an easy idea to make them run, but you can be creative. You can do simple way as far as um, tossing the balls, and if your dog. Tennis balls, and if the dog doesn't bring it, I don't care. I have a few of them, and I gotta keep him running back and forth. If he doesn't want to do that, I will check website by name, chaseitpettoys.com. Chaseitpettoys.com. They, this is the way how you play with your dog, like with a, like with a cat. Uh, it's a life type of the animals attached to the special stick, and you just kind of, it's amazing, and you, you, you dog will be get tired so quickly. It doesn't take too much. So it's, After called, it's that, called Chase It Pet Toys? Chase It, chase it, like a Chase It Pet right. Toys dot com. Toys, chase plural. Chase It Pet Toys dot com. Yep, sorry if I still have a mission of California accident, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> love you. Okay, so that what I do first, and I would do it before I go to the bed. You believe it or not, I would do it around ten, nine, or eleven o'clock, whatever you go to the bed, like almost like one, two hours before I go to the bed. And next, I would do some obedience training. I would do stuff with a very simple teaching the dog walk on the leash without pulling. Uh, if you if you visiting animalradio.com and see the videos, or just Google Animal Radio Russian Dog Wizard on YouTube, it's gonna come up with a video showing me how I train Akita walking on the loose on the loose leash by reversing directions and using very special collar which can be bought. You can you can buy those collars similar to them. Um, in your local store. So it's a very simple, uh, you know, just, and, and you don't need to go anywhere, Bob. All that needs to be done in your bedroom, in uh, the living room, family room, right. and the backyard. And that's the training. Just simple things. Walking, not allowed to go ahead of you. Focusing on control exercise, like sit, stay, and down, stay for one minute. Sit, stay, one, one minute takes as much energy, like one mile to run. So if you would absorb that physical energy through the physical exercise and mental energy for the mental stimulations, your dog is going to be tired. Tired dog is the very good dog. Tired dog sleep well, like a tired kid sleep well. <laughs> so, I mean, if it's okay, you know, if you want to continue her sleep there, okay. I mean, but if not, if it's going to continue on, I would put her in the crate next to my bed. Eventually, I don't want to use the crate. Don't get me wrong. I would use the dog yeah. bed. But, you know, right now, you're not going to harass you through the night. That's why, you know, right. maybe not barking, but still harassing. So I would put in the nice crate, but next to me. So if she right. doing something wrong, I just slap, not the dog, that crate, as I say, ah, boom, and turn around and going to get some sleep because you're alpha. You're not supposed to be bothered by someone. Okay, but if you do these things, it's a less likely anything could happen. But if it still happened, that way you have to grab the gun, not the real one, my friend, but the air one. Uh, Google pet convincer. You need pet convincer, and in your situation, you also will need to get high output nozzle. It's a combination of two technology in one. It's a spraying air, air blast. And it's also silent whistle, two in one. Wow. Once address the cause, and it didn't work, I'm sure it will. But if it doesn't, just, you know, push the button, one convincing air blast, that barking behavior will be in the past. Bob, I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your Natural Balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. 
Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Insta-Clamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. This is Animal Radio, baby. Next to call for Dr. Debbie, we have Lynn on the phone. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Where are you calling Hi. from today? Well, I'm in Arkansas right now. I'm a truck driver. Well, welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here to answer your questions. Uh, what I was wanting to know is, can I feed my cat raw meat and fish as opposed to any of the canned stuff? And would I have to add vitamins and taurine to it if I did? I'd have to say that, you know, we know that kitties are obligate carnivores, so they need meat. Um, I am not a fan of feeding raw meat and fish in a substitution for a good quality balanced commercial cat food for a couple reasons. And you mentioned one thing, taurine, which is an important amino acid that if we do feed a raw meat, raw fish based diet, we're going to very likely run into multiple deficiencies, including a taurine deficiency, which is so important for cats. They have a four time greater need for this amino acid than dogs do. So it's very easy for them if we don't meet their needs with diet that they can have a problem reading, leading into all sorts of heart problems and eye problems. So, um, no, I don't think that feeding just a supplement is going to make up for that. Um, there's also going to be other um, amino acids, um, nutrients. Um, there's even kitties that will have a thiamine deficiency, which is a B vitamin. Um, and that can actually result because feeding raw fish actually can have a uh, enzyme that breaks down the ability of the body to absorb or B vitamins. So that can also cause a whole round of other types of um, problems. So um, my bottom suggestion is I, I really wouldn't recommend going there. Um, if the base of the diet is a good quality cat diet, then I think you're better off to do that. And, uh, you know, I know oodles of people that would say, oh, I fed my cat tuna here and there. Um, you know, but you just got to be very careful. There's, um, you know, a higher uh, risk of bacterial-related um, infections, these nutritional deficiencies, um, and I just don't know that I would really want to gamble with that. Uh, plus, traveling, my gosh, isn't it easier just to <laughs> make a commercial diet in your situation? Well, um, I, you have ways to cook on the truck, and uh, I was just, it seems like she has kind of a problem with some of the canned cat foods and she'll eat them and before she can even walk away from the dish she's already thrown it up and I figure that it might be an allergy or something something in it that she can't tolerate you know she's eight years old and um, mm-hmm. I mean I pick food myself so I can pick her as well yeah yeah and you know there are some kitties that 
cannot tolerate canned food. Um, I see a lot of them sometimes start off where we just think it's just the canned food they can't tolerate, and then with time we go on to discover they may actually have more established intestinal disease, such as inflammatory bowel disease. So I think sometimes that's kind of the early start that we make those notices, and then later on we discover they really do have more of a, a digestive problem. So um, in those lines, then I'll actually look at using hypoallergenic diets for those kitties that are the frequent vomiters um, that just don't tolerate certain changes in their diet. So that, that might be one, uh, one avenue we can go with for your baby. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, Lynn. 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about animal radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? 1-866-405-8405. I want to thank both Corey Dietz and Neil Farrell for doing wonderful articles on animal radio this last week. One of them called Who Let the Dogs Shout? <laughs> if you ha- check these out, we, we posted them up at the website. If you want to learn a little more about animal radio and how it got its starts, Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ernie Rodina is our horse expert here, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. And now we go to Sherry, who wants to talk to Doctor Debbie. Hi, Sherry. Hi. What's going on? Well, um, I have two cats. I have uh, the one I'm concerned about. He's about. Uh, anywhere 14 to 15 years old, we're not sure because he came from the Humane Society. And then I have another cat who's about three years old. The older cat has gotten to where he will not eat. And when I first got him, I brought him to my parents' house. They live in another county. And every time I go back and forth from where I live to where they live, I always take my cats with me. And whenever I go to their house, he eats, he sits out on the couch, he, you know, he's not a big visitor anyway, but He's not hiding or nothing. Well, when I go home, he doesn't visit. Like, he goes and sits in the bed, and he just stays in the bed all day, and he loves temptations. And, I mean, I'll buy science food, and, I mean, I'll, I'll buy good food. Um, he mm-hmm. will not eat the dry food. He's just, and this has really started here in the last week or two. But he'll okay. gain, like, a whole pound just being here for two days. At my parents, we just went this morning and got him. I think it's A B or A B okay. science diet. Science diet. Yeah, the, like the ED. It's it's kind of like almost like a baby food consistency is kind of how that is. Right. So, and when he's so, what's the differences to you with between the environments at your parents' house and versus yours? Is there changes in the household rhythm? Are there different critters mm-hmm. there? Um, different people? Yeah, yeah. And at my house, it's just me. My the, that cat and the other one, Torty, and at my mom's, it's my mom and dad, and then they also have another cat, and then they have a basset hound and a a lab. Well, mm-hmm. my cat doesn't even like their cat <clears throat> at, at all. Okay. Um, they've not fought or anything, but they just tolerate each other. And then 
the basset hound loves my cat. Uh, he just loves that cats all together. I mean, when I come in, that basset hound is flying through the house trying to get to the cat. And, and <laughs> Smokey will actually stand up and just smack him. And he doesn't have claws, but he will just smack the basset. And the basset just looks at him like, why are you smacking me? <laughs> That's a cat with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my mom just, she was thinking because this was the first place I had taken him, so that's why he's more at home here. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they have the same, it's the same kind of cat bed here, and we have those little warm things in them that, from their body heat, it makes them warm. Mm-hmm. We have okay. those here, and I have the same thing at my house. Well, he lays in it here, and he lays in it at my house, but he just, it's like he just doesn't eat. And okay. he's part and Maine Coon and part Persian, so he's supposed to be a big cat, and he's just sure. not. Okay. Well, now, you said that the appetite has been just recently here in the last week. Is that correct, or did I hear you wrong? Yeah, this time it has, but he goes through these phases. All right. Well, you know, we certainly may be dealing with different environments, and, and you kind of hit upon it. If if his home environment seems uh, most comfortable, that's where he was raised, that's where he kind of, uh, you know, curled up his first cat bed, you know, that certainly may be, uh, he's happy maybe with that kind of uh, thriving hub of activity. And, and beating up a dog might be, you know, an advantage for him. <laughs> maybe it's an entertainment. Um, so that is certainly possible. I'd have to say the majority of kitties is kind of the opposite of what you're describing, where we might find a cat that has, you know, maybe a more quiet, um, a more... Uh, less less activity going on in the home that they might be better eaters in that scenario. The other thing I might think about also, because he is a pretty senior kitty, at 14, 15, there can also be some medical concerns that could be affecting his interest in food and his desire to actually eat. So that might be uh, well worth uh, just a checkup at the vet um, and see if they can find any problems that might uh, raise a medical concern. If not, and I just don't want to miss something medical that we need to get ahead of here, um, then I might say, heck, you know, your kitty may prefer <laughs> the other household. Um, and, and I don't know if uh, if I can pull Joy in just for you know maybe a little bit of some um, uh, advice as far as if she can talk to this kitty. He's been talking to me. He is actually happier where there is more activity he feels like when he's there with just the quiet it's like oh heck all i do is get to basically have nothing to do he likes the activity he likes the energy level of your parents home so basically he's not happy in the quiet space it's i you almost need to let him go live with your mom and dad well that's what we kind of wondered like my dad's a truck driver and he's in and out and my mom she works at the hospital so she's she kind of had an alternate schedule, but the dogs are always here, and the other cat's always here. And I got this, the other cat, and I got it a lot for for, my, for Smokey, and he just kind of tolerates him because it's a younger cat, and he tries to play with Smokey, and Smokey just looks at him like, get off of me. I mean, he don't want, he just, <laughs> he doesn't want to play. I don't know, he's just not the same cat, and of course he is getting older. But when we're here, there's always something else. We just call it never a dull moment at my parents' house. There's always yeah, that's exactly the kind on. of environment that he likes to be in. So really, as sad as it is for you, I think his best solution is to live where he enjoys most. We had talked about that, you know, and my mom is just like, I'm just, I just hope he doesn't die on me here. I just, you know, she's so afraid he would just die here. But every time I come home, he eats. He eats here, and we can tell he's gained weight just being mm-hmm. here for two days. 
it's so funny because like last night when we came in, I had both of them in my arms. And I walked in and I let the dogs in, and the lab just kind of like, eh, the cat's here. But that basset hound, he just runs through the house and he doesn't even see me. He just goes and looks for the cat, and he loves Smokey. I mean, he will lick Smokey up the side of the face, and Smokey's just looking at him like, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, we wish you the best of luck with that there. one 405 8405 Always great to hear about stories where the animals love each other, especially dogs and cats. Okay, boys and girls, thank you so much for playing radio. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Back to you next time, guys. This is Animal Radio Network.